All right, here we go. Chump Pod, episode eight. We made it eight episodes, and it's insane. All right? So I'm riding solo right now. I got some chumps checking in at the moment. Um, they'll be coming in as we go. Commissioner Dan has just checked into the building. But this is a big one. We're talking playoff time, semifinal. Hey, Commissioner Dan is here. Welcome. What's up, Dan? Is it? The, am I the only guy here yet? You're the only guy here right now. We're all we're, right. We're, we're going right now. Oh, all right. Sorry about that. Keep going. Real natural right here. But uh, Dan looks like he just hopped out, uh, out of the shower. You know, he's got to he's got to get ready to go. It's a big night. It's the start of the Chump playoffs for the semis. Got the big Thursday matchup coming tonight between the Seahawks and the 49ers. Duke is in the building. Another big-time playoff man. Here we go. Oh, Duke, Duke, Duke. What up, what up, what up, dog? Playoff teams are here. I'm not a playoff team, but I'm still here. All right, so other chumps will be checking in as we go. But, uh, gentlemen, how are we feeling? Playoffs are here. Big wins. Obviously, last year, one one person Listen, and the other person is on a bye. But how are we feeling? You know, I'm uh, coming off that win. I got to tell you something. The kingdom gave me one hell of a ride. And uh, all I got to say is Evan Ingram, holy shit. And Trevor Lawrence, thank God I had him. That was crazy. Dude, Evan Ingram so, made the matchup really close. So, I mean, and the only reason he started him is because Nico Collins was out. So, he changed his whole line. We put Evan Ingram in. He fucked me. Nico Collins foot. I, I saw he did Ingram and Dulcich. He went with the two tight end monster set. And he, I don't know. It almost. Yeah, I mean, 164. 164.32 uh, to 163. Like that. Dude, that has to be the closest playoff matchup of all time. Has no, to be. ridiculous. He, he, I thought he was going to actually pull that out, but then eventually. Me too. I, dude, if it wasn't like when James Conner went down, I thought my season was over. Um, just because I was like, if he doesn't come back, there's no way Matt Jones. And his offense. I mean, like, I'm not so frustrated about Matt Jones, but it's more like the play calling is just horrendous. They don't open anything up. They He's don't allow for anything. No, because Belichick. Patricia's a defensive guy. He's yeah. like, you know, like, Belichick touches don't throw, defense. He doesn't really work the offense. And they don't throw the ball down the field. Like they just run these little crappy. It's like, what are you doing? Just go down the field. Do we have any update on uh, Ramondre? No, but I uh, I didn't. I didn't really check the injury report. I was gonna let uh, Ramondre's manager tell me because he's probably been checking. But um, no, Dan, I'll be honest. You got really lucky when Kyler got hurt because that kind of just basically screamed. All right, we're gonna run the shit out of the ball because we're not letting Colt McCoy throw it thirty times. And then oh yeah, when 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 Connor when Kyler got hurt, I kind of knew. You knew he was in for a good one if he was if Connor was healthy. Yeah, like he was gonna get his. And I I kind of knew just you know even in general though like. I, like I don't know. I feel like all my other running backs, like there's just three or four other running backs on the team they use. Like look at the Chargers, look at the Packers at Dylan, look at the Saints. They barely use Kamara for some reason, but I feel like Bengals. we. Well, but, let's let's not forget your running backs are all elite, all five of them. Yeah, but like think about this: twenty, there's put twenty five or thirty percent of Kamara's fantasy points this year came from that one game where he had forty two. Like think about that. You that is something about Henry though too. Like Henry's had like three or four. Yeah, but also, but also he has also Ingram gets a lot of carries for some reason, and they just don't like to use Kamara in the passing game anymore, regardless of what anyone says. They just don't. 
Well, um, I think without Drew Brees and Sean Payton, it's been really yeah, weird. But, but also, like, you have one of the best weapons. Like, I feel like with Andy Dalton, a check down or, like, you know, a little halfback, you know, just like a route runner. I mean, but if you look at James Conner, he's really the clear-cut guy who gets to every carry. He's always on the field. He's never off the field. Well, it, it helped that they cut Eno Benjamin, who then also got cut by the um, – what was the other team he got cut by? Texas. Texas, I think, yeah. Dude, but don't you, think, don't, you, don't you think about it's not about his playing. Maybe something else is getting him cut because the fact that he's gotten cut by two teams, no, like, you would think it would be his he was playing, play. He was playing really well, even with Conner. Right, and then all of a sudden – do they have to know something that we don't? It's like Darrell to. Henderson. Darrell Henderson, same shit. Gets cut by the Rams, goes to the Jaguars, doesn't even play a snap, and gets cut again. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, but the Rams did the same thing with, like, can makers all year long. They're, they're just weird with the running backs. They don't commit to one. Yeah, they – I think they just roll with the hot hand. But also, the, has look, look at how the NFL has changed. Like, you know, it's used to be – now it's all running back by committee. It's all that kind of crap. Like, you, I think uh, there's only, like – Three to four really workhorse running backs left in the NFL. Did you see today that they're going to implement maybe you're allowed to challenge the roughing the passer call? Yeah. Ooh, I well, think that's I mean, Brady's fucked. Brady's fucked. I think not only that, though, I think it's complete bullshit because it's so subjective, that rule in general. The fact of, you know, like if Justin Fields, like remember last year when that guy just got lit up and nothing he happened? He still gets lit up. And like then Herbert gets tapped or like, Mahomes gets tapped. It's a free fifteen. It's like if you if that call wasn't so like you know like subjective, I think you wouldn't need to challenge or like have. A I know, but I feel it. like that's in every sport, like even basketball. It's like the more you play, the more you, like the more you get better, and the more you're more known in the league, you're just gonna get the respect of the referees. Yeah, Where did you expect uh, that as a pro athlete, like playing in the league for like ten to twelve years? But like Mahomes has been in it for like three or four. Like you know, what still, I mean, like, like you know, it's Mahomes. Mahomes you hear the Gary Wilson. Garrett Wilson interview where he, uh, he I know, yeah, he was out about that. And the, ref, the ref was like, "This isn't Ohio State anymore." I'm like, "What? That that killed me, dude. That's hilarious. That's you it, see, Drew Brees has got hired today, actually. What he got hired? Drew, yeah, by Purdue. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, what, head he, coach? He's he, yeah, he's the assistant interim assistant head coach right now. Holy crap! Well, I mean, they only have yeah, a yeah. Pro game. That's it. Yeah, but right now, wouldn't that be crazy? You got hired next year as a coach. I think that's actually a pretty good deal. I mean, you, you want to talk about, like, a recruiting poll? Like, you think Deion Sanders pulls recruits? Like, Drew Brees will pull yes. some studs. Because who wouldn't want to not play with Drew Brees? Like, he's, he's And a- also, like, a quarterback is a quarterback. I'm like, all right, that's probably the guy. Oh, no, he'll definitely pull, like, a top quarterback. I feel like yeah, if, sure. if he was coaching at Purdue, Arch Manning would have went to Purdue. Because I feel like, like the Mannings would, like, try to court him to, like, oh, you learn under the tutelage of Drew Brees, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, I don't know, but – Archman, dude, and then uh, so yeah, so I mean, I mean, the game start here soon. So I mean, me and Aaron's match will get underway here pretty soon. I'm actually still thinking about starting Brock Purdy over Russell. I uh, mean, uh, over. I, I know uh, Steve and Brian have a bunch of people going tonight. Well, Brian has Steve has, and, and Steve has, has uh, and DK. What about Debo yeah. too? But Debo got hurt. But um, all right, well, let's let's kind of get into it. Just in the interest of time, we'll start with Dan. So. Dan, you defeated the kingdom. You took down the kingdom. All we've been talking about was kingdom, kingdom, kingdom all week. I tell you, the kingdom really stepped up, but ultimately Dan was able to squeak out a win, 164-163, as Dan said, probably the closest ever playoff dub. Dan, how did it feel to get that dub over Hardy? I was stressing out the whole game, um, but I will tell you one thing. So you remember that last catch James Conner had for five yards? Yeah. 
If he did not make that catch, I would have lost that matchup on kneel downs by Mac Jones. I was going to say he kneeled it like three times at the end, and you got like negative yeah. three. Yeah, so I would have lost that. I would have lost the uh, the matchup if he had not made that catch. Just a fun fact. Now, if you if you lost that matchup with it so close as it was, would you feel bad? No, because I Dang. think to me – no, I wouldn't feel bad, but I would get mad. I would be angry, but I wouldn't, wouldn't be like – I wouldn't be like, oh, that's bullshit. I mean, the guy put up hundred over 160 points. Like, I'd be more, like, sad if he put up 100 and I put up, like, 98. You know what I mean? Let's just like give once- a shout-out to – let's give a shout-out to Hardy, though. Like, yeah. Hardy really – Dude, like, from, yeah. Like, he rolled with every single punch thrown at him in the offseason. So much shit was talked team. about this kid. His rookie class really pulled a long way, and he made it to the quarterfinals, almost beating Dan by less than a point, putting up 160. Dude, yeah, he's he's had an incredible run. I think also um, a big, 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 big part of that matchup for me was having Trevor Lawrence. If I didn't have Trevor Lawrence, I'd be screwed. Yeah, you would have been cooked. Because yeah. he because he basically canceled out, not canceled out, but you know he basically kept it close with uh, Ingram. Ingram. Yeah. yeah. Were you him. not going to start him? I don't know. I'm still thinking about. It. He still has that foot injury, and also no, Dallas no, like no. Last week, like, were you not going to start him because you had oh. Rodgers on by and stuff? Oh, I was going all the way. It didn't matter with him. I was starting him no matter what. Yeah. No, he was definitely even if Rodgers was healthy, I'd start him over Rodgers. Yeah, I got to I got to give Hardy his respect. I put in the chat that he he has to be in that goat manager discussion because how the hell do you go from the second worst team with the squad he had? And the fact that we were clowning him on that in, that in that rookie draft for not even drafting a quarterback and still coming so close to the semis is nuts. You know what I you know what I think it is too though that super flex position allows you like you know now that I have five good running backs like I don't have to play another quarterback you know like I think that's a huge huge advantage in some way because like if you don't have two top quarterbacks like Hardy doesn't like all right Lamar if he gets you thirty five a game you could put anyone you want in the super flex. I mean that's basically. 35 or 40 a game is having two QBs, if you think about it. Yeah. But the other thing like is, you saw wasn't even getting him 35 towards the end of the year. After that, like, three or four games he, in the beginning, he really wasn't, like, elite. And let's not forget, like, that's, like, Lamar's, like, thing. Like, Lamar will go off for three games, and then defenses will just figure him out, and then he won't really go over 25 again. Do we think he's going to be a Raven next year? I don't know. I don't I, think he's worth $250 million. I'm going to say that boldly. I just don't think he's worth the money. I think the Ravens have to pay him because, dude, who are they going to get? They're going to franchise I don't, him. I don't know, but think about it this way. Look at, like, look at Kyler Murray. Like, you sign that guy for a lot of money, and he's just injury-prone as hell. The guy runs and just gets hurt. You know, like those mobile quarterbacks. Like, yeah, the mobile quarterbacks good. in fantasy. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's good at all. He's a good fantasy quarterback, but he's a terrible actual quarterback. Like, he's in – he's a – He's not even close to like for me. It's like Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes, Allen are kind of all in one class by themselves. Jalen, yeah, well, Jalen hurts. Uh, J- Jalen, yeah, J- Jalen's in there too. I think like he's like Kyler's like a notch or two below Dak Prescott. Like that's how I think of him. Whoa. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's better than. I think Dak that's Prescott. a hot take. I think they're that's on the same very way. hot take. You take Dak over Kyler. I like I draft hundred percent. I don't think I would do. That. Like, are we talking fantasy think, or are we talking about like an actual NFL? I'm player? talking about an actual team. I don't know about fantasy. I'd probably. Stop. I think it's close. I don't think it's two notches down. I think it's close though. Like, what has Kyler done? Kyler doesn't have it done. What has Dak I mean, done? But Dak is better. Like, I don't know. Like if you switch, like 
if you switch, if you put Dak on the Cardinals, he'd be so lethal. I think. Wait, hold on. Does that mean that you think Kirk Cousins is better than Kyler Murray? Remember, you yes. told Kirk Cousins is better than Dak. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is better than Kyler Murray. I would one hundred percent take Kirk what? over Kyler. <laughs> Dan, no, dude. You're just because Kyler Murray could, you are dude, digging a hole. I am not digging a hole. Give me a second. Hold on. I can't believe we just got this on the pod. Dan admitted that Kirk Cousins, primetime Kirk, who can't handle the spotlight, is better than Kyler Murray. Oh, my God. Dude, he's so much better than Kyler. No, not so much better. He's better than Kyler, though. Dude, Hold on. So he's, what what tier are you putting Kirk Cousins in? Like, who is he with, quarterbacks-wise? Like, he's, like, with Dak. Like, he's above Kyler Murray. I think – Oh, Kyler Murray. If you want, if you want me to say he's on the t- the same tier, but he'll be the last. So let's yeah, say tier tier one is Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes, Allen. Well, I think I think Mahomes and Allen are a tier. Yeah, tier. I think I actually I, this is let me let me say one thing. I think it's Mahomes, and then like I think Mahomes is so far. Away I think the best I think Mahomes in the league. I think Mahomes like, it's is not, tier one. I think I, I, he's 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 in a tier by himself, and then the you can go is, like, like Allen, even though I have Herbert. Josh Allen and I live with a Bills fan, so I watched every single one of their games, I, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. No, he and it's not even close. Like, they're very yeah, different quarterbacks, I, but if if you ask me which QB I'd rather start a team with, I would say Mahomes. But after, and, after you so, get outside of the top five, okay, so after you get outside of your Herbert Burrow, <laughs> Allen Mahomes, Hurts, now you're getting into, like, Lamar. You're getting into um, – oh, man. DJ Moore. <laughs> I mean, statistically, before that – Absolute shit show performance. Tua was kind of up there, like stats wise. Tua has been, yeah. Hard. I mean, I think, I think, like before this year, I put Russell Wilson, but not, not, not this year. I oh think. my god, no. Yeah. So, so, I, would you put? Here. Would you put Kirk Cousins in the same tier as like a Trevor Lawrence? It's hard to judge Trevor Lawrence just because maybe at this I, current moment in time, but like yeah, at this current, like if, if you're talking about Kirk, Kirk yeah, we've gone like like Trevor's gonna be really good. Like I mean, at this moment in time. I think they're pretty at, at this point. Right, well, I, we have a Kirk owner in here. Aaron, if, if I offered you Kyler Murray for Kirk Cousins, would you do it? Well, I, of course I would do it. Because, like, well, Kyler, <laughs> I'm Kyler, not talking, Kyler's I'm like not talking fantasy, though. Kyler's but I'm not talking, fan, I'm not like talking fantasy, though. But I'm not talking Kyler's fantasy. Kyler's, like, in his, like, mid-20s. Like, Kirk's in his, like, early 30s. No, but like, even, in, even in real life, like, Kirk Cousins is not a dependable quarterback. Neither's Kyler. He's always hurt. Kyler's always hurt. Well, that's because of his play. But like when Kyler's not hurt, he's a baller. Like he he gets the job done. He's led game yeah, drives. He can run. He can throw. When he's and, hurt, <laughs> when he when he's not hurt, that's the problem. He's yeah, our, be when, when Kirk Cousins isn't in prime time, I mean, like it's always the what ifs with some of these guys that aren't the elites. Like I would not. I would take Kyler over Kirk Cousins, but I mean that's just. I guess that's just my opinion. I think Justin Jefferson gonna... makes Kirk Cousins look real good. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If, if Kirk didn't have JJ, he would not be good. Yeah, but like, like Ky- I... Kyler's not going to be available till what, like week nine, ten next year. Yeah, if you keep the same like timetable, they're probably going to yeah on the cautious side about a year, and he'll be back. Yeah, I, it's going to be weird. For I the think. Game. I think the matchup of the week this week is though is definitely Brian and Steve. I, I just think that I don't know. I, I feel my all my guys have pretty shitty matchups. I feel um, my only my only 
saving grace is that snowstorm that's supposed to smash Buffalo. I hope it's during the game. Yeah, I'm not looking. That sucks. Dude. I'm just getting flashbacks to that what, Bills Colts from 2017 where they could barely throw the ball. Yeah. yeah. So EJ yeah. Manuel was a quarterback. Yeah, but the thing is, Josh can sling it though. He's he's not he's not EJ Manuel. Like no, not he's. Oh my god, fifteen thousand better. Like not even a question. And uh, dude, EJ Manuel is terrible. Awful. I can't believe he was the first quarterback picked in that draft class. It was that was a terrible class, which is just nuts. Um, so we got Keno. I mean, we we could wait for Steve, but Steve is uh, getting harassed by the Chipotle workers. Uh, he said that he wanted to uh, eat a really big fat Chipotle burrito in honor of his player uh, AJ Brown, um, and he's gonna he's gonna probably shit himself in his honor as well as like a you know, semifinal tradition. Um, very weird thing for Steve. I don't know. Oh, he's here. Perfect. He's in the room, which is perfect timing. Steven, how's it going, buddy? He's still checking. He's got the Chipotle Wi-Fi. That's probably why. I don't see him. He'll, he'll, be, he'll, be he'll be coming. He'll be coming. We're gonna have to get the burrito on camera because we got to see how big this thing is. Like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, when AJ Brown shit himself, did he say what his order was from Chipotle? I think so. He probably got like. Steve said it's being weird and won't let him in. Mm, that's tough. All right. Um... Oh well. Well, actually, before we actually, I want to just talk about a, some f- few rule things I had for next year and just kind of see what. Running by all you guys and see what you think. Is that all right? Wait, wait till yeah, Steve. Sure, go for it. Wait, 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 wait till Steve's in. All right, I'll wait till Steve. In the meantime, shit. I gotta say, man. I hope Steve loses. Fuck that. <laughs> I honestly, as much as Emmerich beat me, and I was pissed about that. I'm rooting for Steve to lose, man. I, I don't I don't think this league could handle Steve winning another championship. Hey, what's up, bitches? Ah, there it is. <laughs> hey, can you show us that uh, Chipotle order you got? Oh, she's a fatty. Oh my god. Holy shit, that's gonna weigh 10 pounds. We, we were saying that um you're you're getting a really fat Chipotle order in honor of your player AJ Brown, because uh, you're gonna poop yourself in honor of his name. Oh, and the Rangers just scored. Oh, wonderful. Domestic bliss. Anyway, Steve. <laughs> so, Stephen, we've been talking some recap of week 14, the quarterfinal. Take me through your dub against Emmerich. How you feeling? Um, I got to remember, honestly. Um, you won't say. Wow. You hear that? I don't even remember. It wasn't even. Memorable. Oh, so, so the key to success was my quarterbacks. Uh, Russell Wilson had three good drives, and that made my whole year. Um, so shout out to him. Uh, he was cooking for a whole 15 minutes and it, and it was, it was great. Uh, Stevenson going down was a big, big, uh, big bummer. He probably won't play this week. So I'm going to have to fucking play either fucking Drake London or Paris Campbell. Oh, boo hoo. And you're going to pick the wrong one too. Fuck you mean boo hoo hoo. I have Debo Samuel. Oh, I guess I have to play Drake. London. I would love to have Drake London on my bench. Yeah, because he's done what all year. Dude, he's no quarterback. He's disappointing. he's disappointing, but he's still talented. Like, oh, I like DJ Moore. He's disappointed. Fucking, I need point production in the fucking playoffs, dumb dick. Well, you might as well play Desmond Ritter <laughs> in London and play the stack. I'm thinking about it. 
Um, but then Debo going down hurts too because I wouldn't even be in this situation if Debo wasn't hurt. You could play Kyle Pitts. Oh, Dan has him. Oh, wait, he's hurt. Sorry. Dude, Najoku's better than Pitt. Don't give a yeah, fuck. We'll it, see. It, was, it was a big win. Uh, wasn't looking good. A lot of bummers, yeah. but I think also lost the quarterback, so that kind of helped. Um, yeah, big win. I know that hurt. Dude, Emmett. yeah. We don't oh, talk about that. Well, if, Kenny, if Kenny Pickett doesn't go down, what happens? Because Vermontry got three points and was out of the game. Be yeah, I mean, I still beat him by 6-14, so – um, yeah, but what did Pickett had? Pickett had like 1.9. Pickett had one. Pickett had 15. I mean, I'm when did he go out? Little... When did Pickett go out of the game? In the he first had, quarter. First quarter. He had like one completion. Yeah, that's what he had. He had like one point. I'm saying if he so stayed if in, Pickett, you can say you can say the same thing about like Tyler Huntley with with you, Dan. Yeah, 100. percent If Huntley didn't go out, I'd be fucked. Yeah, but I had I had Ramondre go down too, so call it a wash. Yeah, mm. but. I mean, overall, big dub. I, I I don't think at any point in your matchup it got close. There was one point in the afternoon. Okay, it was close. What do you mean? It wasn't close. Well, Steve's I, definition of close is like within 30. Steve's definition of close, I mean, he obviously is the big Bro, story. he was projected to win. He had a 70% win percentage at one point. No, he didn't. The yes, worst, he did. The worst it was was 60-40 in your favor. It was never 70 Bro, are you kidding? What yes, it was. Like, when the one o'clock started and someone got a catch. No, bro, in the four o'clock, he was up like 65 or 70%. Yeah, he was. was he was? What, what yeah, the checks what, out. What was the shift? Uh, Pickett getting hurt, I think. Or, or, oh, Russell. Well, what happened was, was uh, um, yeah, Russell Wilson put together like. Thielen caught a touchdown. Um, Zonovan White scored a touchdown. And Godwin started to pick up a little bit. So what? What flipped started the cook in the four when, when uh, Wilson started going off in his uh, garbage time? No, so that that's when. So it was he was favored to win like sixty five or seventy percent, and that's when Russ went on like three drives in a row, scored touchdowns on all three because he had like two points, and then he put up like twenty points in like thirty minutes, right. and that was when I took the lead and never gave it back. Mm-hmm. But it was fucking close. Like if Russell doesn't do that, I lose. That's crazy. And you if, were like, if Steve played in our matchup, man, he'd be blowing up that chat, just like killing himself. But he got the no, dub. No. You know what? I, I was saying on, on the pod right before you came on that I, I'm praying you lose just because I don't think this league could handle you winning. It was just I crazy. have ass matchups this week, too. I mean, that'd be brutal. Dude, are I have terrible matchups. Are you guys really Jets fans? Are, are, you, are you thinking golf? It's going to be a high scoring game. What do you think? No, it's never no. a scoring game with the Jets. It's no. always a scrappy game. It's going to be a low-scoring game because both teams – well, the Jets – I can strength see it being like a 24-20, something like that. The defense, lower. line strength is the offense. And then, obviously, our Jets offense versus their defense is just going to negate itself. I really think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But the thing well, is, Lions are like the hottest team in the NFL right now, which is crazy. And dude, and like, the dude to, me, they're, to me, they're like the third-best team or the fourth – you're calling me crazy, but in the NFC or fourth-best team. Who the yeah, f- I, I the, the Lions. Lions. Yeah, you can debate it, dude. Their offense is crazy. I think. Okay, who's like who's better than? Okay, the Eagles are far away the best, and the Vikings. Niners. But after that, who? Then who? The Niners. Then the Niners. Then didn't they play the? Didn't the Lions play the Seahawks? Who won that one? I feel like they played. Yo, each other. I'm gonna ask this one time. Uh, would you start Etn or Kenneth Walker tonight? Etn. Etn plays Dallas. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, Kenneth Walker is coming off, what, like a bum ankle? Like, 
If you're gonna, he's you playing play, the I feel like they didn't play him last week, so he can play this Thursday. Yeah, he's playing too. Like, I feel like I feel like if they didn't have a Thursday. Oh, here's Hardy. Here's Hardy. Hardy's in. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. What's I, I mean, up, bitches? Hey, Hardy. What's up, Kingdom? Look at this fucking. Not too much, bro. Fell up. Fell a little short. Holy shit, Steve! That's bigger than your face. Rooting for Dan. Glad he's moving on. Yeah, Hardy. You know, take us through your emotions after you saw the final score on your matchup. I know it was a tough one. <laughs> Hardy arguably had the best night ever that night, you're saying. <laughs> Hold on. What's up, boys? All right. Uh, the emotions when I saw the scoreboard, oh, man, all over the place. I knew it was going to be a one- or two-point game either way. Uh, it looked like it was going to come down to the wire all the way from the jump at the 1 o'clock games. Um it was just a fucking dogfight all the way through. I think both teams played amazing. Uh, I had a nice little strategic weapon uh, offsetting the damage Lawrence was doing. So that was nice. He was throwing anger in the ball. I was putting up big-time fucking numbers. And, uh, you know, the kingdom was rolling. Dan just had a little more in the end. And I was proud for, for the heart they went out with. And without Lamar and without Jimmy G., just playing ball out there, you know, Tyreek has had an unbelievable year and I fully credit him as the MVP of my team. Um, I think it's been a learning, you know, it's been a journey of learning and, and there's been a lot of progress made, but the kingdom's ready to come back and I'm hoping just for good health through the off season and looking forward to a crazy finish in this one for uh, the rest of the boys still in it. Yes, sir. Hardy, I, I, you're one of my GOAT managers, man. What have you been able to do with the kingdom going from second worst to fourth place and almost in the semis? Is Whose dick do you not suck? I want to know. Dude, I have a lot of respect for Hardy. I, I think he's the only manager I really, really respect in this league. I, I mean, I respect, like, Duke and Dan. and I do respect what you do, Steve, even though you're a fucking bitch. What do you mean, dude? I've been in the playoffs 10 out of 11 years. And you are Hold on. I gave you respect on the pod. There's receipts on that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's true. I'm gonna, that's I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Hardy his respect because I think what he was able to he do, deserves it. We have never seen that in this league. Well, actually, Diz Hardy. did, but Diz's was during redraft. It's a little bit different. Hardy literally took a shit dynasty team and then one year just flipped it completely and actually made his team legit. So I mean, props to you, man. I appreciate it, bro. It's about getting those guys who are going to put up consistent numbers. There's a lot of big names in fantasy, and there's a lot of guys who year in and year out. You know, people consistently go after that just don't do the damage week in and week out. You need to be successful. I mean, look at look at what a guy like Aaron Duke has done and what his team's done this year. So, you know, he's trying to finish the job. But the guys who he had, they, they, they don't have off weeks. There's some dudes who just lay up too many fucking ducks who have the, all the talent in the world, but they'll go two, three weeks at a time doing dick for you, and it just fucks your whole year up. Yeah, DJ Moore, RIP. Yeah, uh, wide receiver. One. He's never been good, dude. He's oh my god, three years, eleven 1, hundred receiving yards. You tell me a receiver on your team that's done that. I'll lock it. Three years in a row. Oh, no, that guy's more consistent. Close to I would take Tyler Lockett over DJ Moore right now. Me too. He's sure, more consistent. DJ Moore's qu- all right. I looked at his stat. I think. Dude. Tyler Lockett's literally Mr. Consistent. I, that was going to lay a fucking egg for me tonight. There's, but... there's a stat for DJ Moore. I looked it up because I have to, oh, I have to defend my case. 
DJ Moore's catchable ball rate is 66%. That's 90th best in the league. His quarterbacks are absolutely That's fucking terrible. Quarterback fucking horrible. Horrible. They don't the, the balls he gets are so bad. Dude, if you think about Tyler Lockett, also has been the number two or three wide receiver on a seat for his whole career. Yeah, Dan. He's been tied to Russ and now Geno Smith's actually not that bad. So Dan. Yeah. I have a question for, for everybody but you. If you're heading into 2023 in a dynasty league, who are you choosing on your roster with a free pick? Are you going Burrow or Trevor? I would go Burrow. Burrow. Why is it between those two? I'm just curious because I feel like all this fucking value is placed on Burrow and that everybody thinks he's going to be the clear one to pan out. But, like, Lawrence was the man in college, and it's not like he's had a lot to work with his first like. But like it relates. I don't know if you, I don't know if you joined when uh, we were talking about it, but like, I take Trevor. Are we talking like current moment in time? Or are we? Talking That's what I'm saying, that? Steve. I fucking agree with you. All right, so I'm taking Trevor too. Here's my answer to that. I think Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than Burrow, but as a Burrow owner. The fact that this dude is tied to T. Higgins and Jamar for the oh Denver my god, you want this fucking. Like I'm taking, I'm taking that quarterback. He's tied to two absolute dog receivers. Like, dude, imagine if you had DJ Moore. <laughs> but like, if you put Trevor on the Bengals, yeah, he'd be a fucking Hall of Famer. What? He'd be a fucking Hall of Famer. Oh, if if uh, what if Burrow was tied with DJ Moore? Oh my god, if Burrow and DJ Moore were on the same team, DJ Moore would be elite. If my aunt like, had a dick, she'd be my uncle again. It'd be like Dak and CeeDee Lamb. <laughs> Dude, CeeDee oh. CD's not even as good as Jamar Chase or T. Higgins. Uh, he's probably T. Higgins, but he's not Jamar Chase. I mean, I'm not comparing CeeDee Lamb to Jamar Chase. That's, like, kind of stupid if I did that. What, would you what, Would you put Jalen Waddle and CeeDee Lamb in the same? Uh... Yeah, they're in the same tier. Yeah. Okay. I was just asking. I was just wondering. <gasps> yeah, no, but, like. I don't know. You know you know my infatuation with DJ. Oh. I trust that, man. But All right, we're yeah, moving on in the interest of time. So, real quick, we just went through the quarterfinal recap. We, uh, I'm just going to run through. The rookie draft uh, pick slots are confirmed now. Uh, I'm just going to read them out. Picks one through six go to Vok. So, he absolutely owns the first six picks in the 2023 rookie draft. Uh, Emmerich has the 107. Kamen has the 108. Vok has the 109. Emmerich now has the 110. Vok has the 111. And then Diz rounds it out with the 112. So we'll talk more about rookie draft. Wait, how, did, how is that already decided? Well, it's based on regular season standings. I don't think so. That's how we did it last year. What are you talking about? I don't think so. Yeah. Dude, I think that's exactly how we did it. Because last year, um, whoever had my pick had the 11. I can't start them. Oh yeah, but that was after. No, Joe. Well, I don't think right. so because winner because we play we the winner runner up. We, play, we play a yeah. third. We play a third place game. So there's there's a third and fourth, and then the the bottom. There's a fifth and six too. Four. So the one through nine, the one through eight is the one through eight sold because like remember last year I came in second and the person with my pick had the one point eleven or had one eleven because I came in second. So Steve's right. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I, worst, last, worst 18 last. we picks one through eight. Loser of third place game will be nine. Winner will be 10. Runner up will be 11. And league champion will be 12. Ah. Correct. It's right here. Oh, so, yeah, it, so, it's it's not, only, so it only moves with the playoff teams. Correct. 
So yeah. non-playoff yeah, team but, that gets set. Okay. All right. But everything else is fine. But one through eight is set, Joe. Because those right. non-playoff teams still play that stupid consolation bracket. So I, I didn't well, know. Yeah. Was... Okay. All right. Well, I mean, all right. So then Vox still has one, 101 through 106. Emmerich has 107, came in 108. And then after that, it's kind of undecided at that point. Correct. But, I mean, whole moral of the story, Vox is going to absolutely own the rookie draft. And we'll talk about that later. Some good prospects this year. Let's get into the press conferences. We got about eight minutes. I think we can get this done fairly quick. All right, Steve, you're up first on the podium. Playoff press conference. Steve is playing Brian. Brian is the two seed. Brian is the uh, self-proclaimed God squad that Eric has picked to win the league. Steve, because we don't have Brian here, we're just going to give you the questions. What are your keys to success against Brian's team? He's just soft. He's fucking soft. We all know bad about those pictures he put in the chat. No, we all know Brian is gonna be Brian. He's as soft as could be, but he's got a solid squad. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him this year. He put together a solid squad when he got that. Uh, he got that trade through with Sean. I don't know what the fuck Sean's doing, but anyways, it'll be a good matchup. Um, really worried about my running backs this week. Some tough matchups. Um. Hopefully my boy K9 can get in the end zone, put up some double digits. If he puts up 10, I'll be happy. Coming off a bum ankle. Ramondre, probably not going to play. Like I said, probably going to go London or Campbell. That's going to be a tough one. Especially with Campbell playing on Saturday too. Um, and it would have been nice because Stevenson's playing at Las Vegas and they're, they're trash. So it would have been dump off city. But I think it'll be close. I think Brian also has some tough matchups. Um Higgins coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, playing in Denver. I was gonna say injury report right now. Damian Pierce, Higgins, those were the notable ones. And for you, well, I mean, he's he still. He, I mean, he threw fucking Jonathan Taylor in there for Damian Pierce. Whoop de fucking do. Yeah, I mean the other the other two guys you haven't talked about injury wise. How's Saquon and Russ? I know Russ had the concussion. Saquon, so Saquon's fine. Um, he's on. He's off the injury report. Um, I wouldn't even start Russ. To be honest with you, I have zero fucking faith in him. I would. I think I got my points. That everything I could get out of him last week got me here, uh, so I'll take that as a win. And if I do change up quarterback, it'd be to fucking Desmond Ritter. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Could make that uh, make that move Sunday morning. Who knows? Wait, Lions play Sunday yet too? Um, I don't know. So I watched your that final prediction. Is? Huh? What do you think your final prediction is? Do you not want to jinx it? Uh, I'm not giving a prediction. I, I think it's going to be tight. I really do. Um, McCaffrey going tonight. Oh, could put up a big number. But I think that Stevenson injury is really going to fuck me, to be honest with you. Because um, I, I lost the depth I had with Debo going down because I had like a plug-and-play flex guy. If someone were to get hurt, Stevenson's banged up. Swift can't really depend on him, but I think he he'll, he could have a good week with Goff just dumping him down against that Jets defense. But I, I don't know. He's got Amon Ross, and I do have Goff, so it could, could help. But I think Amon Ross is going to go against Sauce Gardner, so that could be good for me. Yeah. Um, we'll see, man. I think it's, it's going to be a good matchup, though, overall. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a good matchup. I agree. You got some dogs. All right, Aaron versus Dan. Um, I'm just going to run through the injury reports, and you guys can speak on them. So for Dan, 
You got Amari Cooper and Joku were two little questionables, but I think they're looking to play. Yeah, with... they're uh, they're healthy now. The only question on my team now is Beefcake, Aaron Jones. Beefcake. And then for Duke, you got Friar Muth, but I think he might be playing. He's going to be good to go. All right. Dan, what are your keys to success against the undefeated squad of Duke? Uh, shutting down Pollard is definitely on my top of my list. Him and Devontae screwed me last time. I'm not going to lie, Aaron's pretty deep, but I think, honestly – uh, with my running backs, I think they can go for 30 or 20, 20 to 30 each. Um, so, But they don't have favorable matchups. So I'm a little scared about that. But I'm confident in my squad. I think we set the tone tonight. It all depends. If Tyler Lock comes out and shits the bed, then I'm going to shit the bed. But if it comes out, catches a few balls, maybe a tutty. Now, the strategy, the defensive strategy, does it change? Yeah. I mean, I, unfortunately, I, since uh, Michaela is graduating this weekend and we'll have both families in Saturday, I'm not going to be able to watch. Uh, anything that's tough, so you're gonna have to play. And so, not even sounds like well, a fucking excuse, Dan. I already, I already, I already have, I already, I already have someone playing defense for me. I mean, uh, seriously, do you know what a big, do you know what, a, do you know what a big day that's gonna be? And you're gonna fucking miss that for graduation. <laughs> you're, te- you're telling, you're telling me, bro. You're telling me. I, like like graduation. Say, I think tonight's huge in both matchups because I think we would all agree that Dan and I are the underdogs. Um, yeah, we got to set the tone. If, if McCaffrey pops off for Brian and DK and K9, give me like – if K9 goes to like less than 10 and DK gets me like 12 and You're McCaffrey fucked. goes off, I'm fucked. And yeah. like Dan, he's got his guys going. It'll be a big, big night for both of us. It's a big tone we setter kind of night. It's, it's a huge tone setter. And if, you know, and if, we, if I get up on the wrong foot – you know, I'm kind of screwed, but I'm confident in my squad. I think I have a few decisions to make uh, just to, to play Sunday. But in the um, in the uh, in the matter of time, let's go to Aaron because I've only got a few minutes left. Duke, you're 13 and 0, man. You're sure. looking to become the the back to back champ. What are your keys to success against Mister Defense Dan? Obviously, every week, uh, Allen and Diggs is a big duo of mine. The weather in Buffalo this weekend is obviously not great so definitely a little, a little worried about that like dan like a lot of my players are going on saturday and i'm like traveling all day saturday and flying down to florida so like dan i don't know if i'm gonna be able to watch me maybe if you had status like me they give you your own tv i'm hoping i'm hoping there's a tv on the plane but i'm not really Wait, sure. you're flying jet blue right no oh because they have tvs i know He's i know spirit airlines <laughs> yeah aaron's um, actually flying the plane <laughs> 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 Fun fact, actually. they let you do that in spirit, dude. Yeah, in the sake of time, you. again, um, there's no easy matchup from here on out. Dan has a really solid team. All those running backs are definitely scary guys and workhorses. It's definitely going to be a grind. Um, what was that thing you were telling me yesterday? What? It's just about your that that motto you're going by in the playoffs. What? D- not you don't remember? No. It's a clean slate. Oh yeah, everybody's zero and zero. Like Dan said in the beginning, like it's. Hey, we're one and zero, bitches. One and zero, sure. It's, it's a <laughs> record doesn't matter anymore. It's, it's one or two. It's a different. All. It's a different animal. It's a different animal. Yeah. But again, like like uh, Stephen Bryan, I think we're gonna also have like a really solid tight matchup. Um, and yeah, like, the, the thing is, like a lot of my players play Saturday, and I'm trying to at least catch like some of the games. So I'm definitely gonna do my best to do that. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we got a minute left. Let's go through some finals predictions. So I'm just going to run through each guy. Who do you think is going to be in the finals? If you don't want to answer, you don't have to. Hardy, who do you think is going to be in the finals? Hello, Hardy. I think, yeah. Okay, I hear you. 
Yeah, I, I, I got Dan pulling off the whole thing. I don't know who the other one's going to be, but I'm telling you that I think Dan's got it in the bag because the magic came alive when he had a down week and still pulled it off. I really think that in the O&L clean slates, the key is getting the win when you fuck up and have a shit week. I don't think it's going to happen again. I think his team's going to go off. The number he put up and the fact that in the end he ended up just scraping it out against me, I had no Lamar, no fucking Jimmy G. He won on one last catch in the Arizona fucking game. 